Yo, what's up? This is Derek. This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. This is a look, uh, a little behind the scenes action, right? Getting ready to start a live feed for this weekend's Q&A. Um, got over 75 questions. Um, so, just wanted to... Uh, we always start the podcast early, of course. You guys have been listening to us for a while. Um, we do start it early. Just for the simple fact, give the podcast listeners a you know a, a look behind the scenes you know and let, let you guys know what we actually what it takes for us to uh prepare these videos so real quick if you are listening to this i want to talk real quick about our, our our new program so we just opened up a patreon uh patreon is uh i think it's uh, patreon.com forward slash bariatrica underscore llc um, I believe you can find it if you go to this podcast, uh, the dashboard of the Bariatric Badass Podcast. Um, you can find the link there, or you can comment below, and I can give you the link, whatever whatever works. Uh, it is our new coaching platform, um, and the reason, part of the reason we, we switched to Patreon just gives us more of ability to uh, functionality. So in the beginning when we created Bariatric Premium, it was like, it was great, it was perfect. We could link every video, we'd, we'd post a video, we could link that video, put it into a library, so when someone came into Bariatric Premium, all they had to do, go to the uh, the, the announcements on of the group, click on, you know, look at announcements, and then it had, it, it was perfect, it worked great. So, Facebook took away that function, so we don't have that type of uh, ability anymore. So, really frustrating. Bariatric Premium has been around for almost three years. In October, this year will be three years. Um, it's still open. We do have a few year. Um, hold on. We do have a year. Year membership, year subscription in there. That we're, um, of course, we're going to honor those. Right, of course. So, again, Patreon is a great place for us to be able to do whatever the hell we want. Again, we you know with Facebook, not not just the functionality of it, but also on Facebook we are limited with what we can talk about. Um, on Facebook, we can't talk about supplements. Well, we can talk about supplements, but we can't talk about supplements that are not regulated by the FDA, like SARMs, you know, how bad SARMs are. If you don't know what SARMs are, they're selective andro uh, recepting receptor modula modulators. <laughs> Say that one, tongue tied. Um, so I've taken SARMs before. SARMs are basically, it's like a, a performance enhancing drugs. A, a performance enhancing drug. It helps you build uh, muscle, or it's a great fat burner as well. We can also talk about andros, um, which is pretty much the same thing, just not not as uh not as potent um sharice is finally in the room honey will you block that door oh you don't want the nozzles visiting yeah so y'all know if you're just listening for, if you're listening for the first time our dog my pitbull big boy likes to be involved in everything we do that moment you're cutting down on kramer another thing we're going to talk about is something called kava if you guys don't know what kava is you want to set the phone yep here mm-hmm. in case we have any critics coming in we've had to deal with a lot of critics this week so we're prepared to knock him out of the feed and block him um that's the beauty of that function i mean, you shouldn't be listening to haters whatever they say but 
again, when you're trying to educate and help um, the people in your community and you have people coming in and saying rude things or insulting bariatrics, um, I get a little a little worked up and I raise hell. So I don't want to eviscerate, eviscerate, eviscerate somebody in front of, you know, an entire feed. You know, it's just the negative side of me. That's, ah, I don't like it. It sucks. So, Mrs. Peterson. Yep. How you doing? Hey. Anything you want to say to our lovely podcasters? No. But yeah. when you have a creamer addiction and you're trying to cut down, it's a pain in the butt. But the beautiful thing about her creamer addiction, it is not your regular run-of-the-mill everyday creamer. No. No. What kind of creamer is it? Almond milk. I can't mm. use regular. Delicioso. Yo soy Dora. <laughs> so yeah so if you're on tiktok if you're not on tiktok i highly encourage every single person that listens and watches us to start a tiktok it is badass speaking of badass you can find derek on tiktok at bariatric badass yes i changed it you can also find the lovely sharice probably should change the matter. fit mom fit mom strong, strong mom fit mom strong mom you you I really need it? to change it back to probably my Instagram or my Instagram handle is. is because I don't think so. No. No, I don't think it's a good idea because then people know your privacy. Yeah. So, so that's one. Unless it's, it's up to you. I just I worry about privacy. That's why I don't link my Instagram or I don't necessarily talk about our page. I don't want people coming in my and Instagram hassling is to it. hassling our people. So. What is that? I think my Instagram is linked to it. What is that? It's for the Q I'm getting it right. Nice. Butterfingers. Hey, I almost had it. Everybody wonders what I'm doing. I'm getting the video ready on the phone. I have a soul. Does that carry down there? Yeah. You lady. Is that? Was that? Is that right? Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, here, let me see. Here. You usually do this. I gotta get the Never close. You know, you kiss your lips. Sharice Peterson's. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to the podcast, comment, comment below no, on this podcast. I want to see where I want to see how far our reach is right now, as far as our podcast is concerned. We are approaching the number one spot, the number one spot on Podbean for bariatric. I will eventually get everything transferred over with uh, to Spotify. So one thing that comes with the uh, the Podbean, and Podbean's a great place to, uh, if you are a podcaster, if you're not a podcaster and you just want to talk about stuff, podcasts are the shit. I love having a podcast. Having a podcast, when it comes to being a creator, you have all these different creator platforms. Uh, of course, Bariatrica is our page. It's our main page where we um, run our business and inspire and educate the best we can. Instagram, I'm not really super active on Instagram because... I am. Well, I think that Instagram is like a platform for pornography. Not if you're doing what I'm doing. If you can, if you can like steer away from that type of content, I mean, eventually our children are going to find our Instagrams where they can see you know, that we're helping people and blah, 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 and eventually they'll do the same thing. But there's like... You can show bare asses and nipples and breasts. And I get it. I get it. You know, be open, whatever. But not when you're a six-year-old girl. No. 
You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna sit in the corner right here so it faces up. To get a oh wait. So again, please comment below. I want to hear from you. Um, this is filled with a plethora of great information. Do you have access to the questions? Yeah, I've got them right here. Okay, what about the feet? Uh, let me open a second window. Yeah, open the second window just in case. Yeah, um, forgot about that. Sorry, because I got to share it anyway. Share it. Do you believe in love after the Oh, no, not that sure. Okay, let's see what we got here. I am so sorry you guys have to endure my singing. I'm a happy man right now. Here's some back. That's way too bright. Turn it down with the thingy. I think someday we need to invest in an actual tripod. They need a piece of shit! No, yeah, this one's better than some of them, my bad. Actually, the best one is the little. The, can't, the med, but it doesn't have an extension on it. The one with the magnets that I take to the gym. Oh, All right. Podcasters, we're going live. You got my kava. You got my comfy sweats on. It's kind of dark and murky. I dig it. Come on. Is it man okay? Yeah, it's killer. It's killer. If it gets too hot, then we'll just... Hold it. Oh, it's too quiet. Yeah, no shit, it's too quiet. Yeah, hang on. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let it go. Hopefully, no, it gets right now. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, you have questions, right? Here we go. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I just gotta refresh it. What's up, everybody? Derek. Hi, Therese. <laughs> <laughs> this is well. This is an open Q and A, of course. Uh, we are right now recording uh, for the Bariatric Badass Podcast. So, if you're unable to watch the video, totally fine. You can catch it on the podcast here later this evening. Um, if you would please, as you're coming in, I want to know where you're from. I want to see how far our reach is, so put in the comments where you are from and which surgery that you had. I had RNY. Sharice is non-bariatric. I had RNY for those of you watching me for the first watching us. Sorry. For the first time, I had RNY in 2014. I started my journey about 405 pounds. Um, it's been a crazy journey. If you'd like to know more about my journey, you can go to episode 10 of the Bariatric Badass Podcast. Uh, which was the Outlaw Nation podcast back then. We've had a few rebrands over the course of the last um, couple years. Find your footing. Mm. That goes for if you are a creator, if you're an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur and it ain't working for you, here's a little business tip. Rebranding. There is nothing wrong with rebranding. I can't, I can't even see. Mm. How you doing? <laughs> we know you guys can hear us. Um, of course, top of my head's being cut off. <laughs> so noble, bush. Oops. One second. Mm. Or that's gonna happen. Never mind me. We do have what, like what, 75 questions or something? Uh, 45. 45? You're talking. Oh, well. 
You're talking uh, uh, something else. You guys wondering why I'm drinking tea in my Homer cup? Not very delicious, but mm, meh. it's good. It's kava. It's awesome. It's a uh, Polynesian uh, tea. It's great for relaxation. Should turn off notifications. Here, let me see the beer. Uh, that's the so I'll hold it. That's the, the feed. Let's hit the pump the brakes real quick, Sharice. What? Let's talk about your uh, experience in education. Um, I am certified bariatric nutritionist and fitness nutritionist through Precision Nutrition, as well as National Academy of Sports Medicine, known as NASM. I am also in school part-time for exercise science and kinesiology. Kinesiology is, for those that don't know, is the study of movement. Yeah. So your uh, your personal trainers and your gyms, along with your physical therapists, they're kinesiology experts. So that's where we're heading. For you, she's not getting it to work at a local gym. She's doing it for our business. So if you are not, if you're brand new, make sure you turn on notifications for our page. Subscribe to the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I will place the link of the podcast when this is over. Um, if you have questions, just shoot them off. Like, totally just shoot them off. We'll answer them as we're going. Please share this in the Bariatric community, if you will. The more people we can reach, the better and the more we can help. So, um, I was going to say something quick. Oh, to everybody who picked up the Bariatric Bulls. Brilliant. She came up with that. The Bariatric Bulls um, mental box containers. Thank you very much. <sighs> wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right. Let's get to the questions again. Thank you very much for coming to the podcast. Let's go. If you notice when we were doing the questions, I was going in um, because... I was going in asking questions because some of them, if you're too vague, we won't have we won't have a yeah. very good answer for you. Yeah, um, the more and then when it comes to this, and I, I, I've dealt with uh, many of our our followers, our clients, um, about talking about things in the group. I just want to remind everybody that you are with your own people. The people that are in these groups with us, you know, ministries are sticklers when it comes to. Um, managing our groups so we have a set of rules set of laws and we go by and pretty you top of your head's gonna go off. yes i noticed that it's because i had to sit up straighter yeah. oh okay. i'm sorry for slouching you're not slouching you're just sitting back farther i'm sitting more towards i like this i like this setup how it comes up to the corner we're on the corner of our bed right now which is also our office um which is also our studio low budget it's all right and then on Love those you. freezing cold days, it has an electric fireplace. Yeah, we got an electric fireplace here because, of course, our fireplace don't exist. Um, okay, question I one. I can't see that far. So I, I, I will walk, I'll flip back and watch it. Please show this. Um, question one. Uh, she, Cynthia Young said trying to eat. Um, the reason I asked a expansion, I asked her basically is if it is it nothing agrees free with them or if they were having problems finding things to eat um basically what's going on is nothing is agreeing with her i should have asked how far she was out because that also plays in plays a big thing if you are newly uh uh-huh 
if you are newly just had surgery and or you're within that first especially that first six months sometimes some people have probably eating up to a year two years out you still do at times oh yeah and you're my brain just dribbling and how far out you are 2014 so i'm going on seven years yeah you are so it happens it does mm -hmm. there's gonna be some days where you can manage eating some stuff there's some days where you can't first time i ever had salmon after i had weight loss surgery awful horrible in the bathroom dumping like a madman i used salmon just the other day delicious oh the um the herb the herb and lemon garlic one yeah um so basically my recommendation is is find things that do agree with you and for right now stick to them once you get that down start slowly adding things um one of the biggest problems i see sometimes is unfortunately patients sometimes get they end up with uh lactose issues with yeah. lactose to me favor yeah that man, please yes it's getting... i'm gonna sweat my ass off for everybody uh -oh. Did you say a question? Uh, it's not a question. All right, so we're going to keep moving to these questions again. Ask questions as we're going along. We'll do the best we can to answer them. Oh, shit. If you, yeah, if you scroll right around. Right All right, trying to eat and drink enough protein oh. Oh, yeah, while working nights. So, depending how far out you are, Catherine, um, and I will be posting the podcast link under all these comments to ensure everybody's getting the information they need. Um, you just gotta keep trying, you know? It's, there's days, so my body, so I'm 223 pounds. My body requires 223 grams of protein in order for me to, that's maintain levels of protein. Under puts it into a, a, calor, a caloric deficit. So when I go under the 223 grams of protein, which is really hard for me to hit some days, that puts me in a deficit on the protein, which means my muscles are not being fed like they should be fed. So I have to go down, up and down, and stuff like that. Um, meal prep. Yeah, so it's important meal prep and just keep trying. You keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Eventually you'll get your numbers. There's a question. Okay. So, um, she, Corey, you're two years out in August. So this coming August, you'll be two years. Uh, protein uh, is important. Why is it basically? You're asking why it's important to have your protein ratio so high. What, um, what is your? Most people up to two years are between about 80 to 90 grams starting out. Now, the higher you go. It depends on what you're going for goal-wise. The reason it is the the ratios are at where they're at for when it comes to protein comes deals with as you lose weight, you are going to lose muscle. When you lose weight, you're going to lose muscle mass as well. What it's doing is it's trying to help prevent that because okay. it is uh woo careful. It's our dog. Ow, it's Nas. Sorry, Nas tried to get in. Nas um, Ross, he's our dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so it's just basically, it's trying to help you maintain what muscle mass you already have. Hang on. A little lax of protein. But. All right, so Corey, I want you to, and I, I get this question, I feel like a little lax of protein. 
but it's gaining weight. I don't want myself into trouble. So, gotta stop stressing. You gotta stop stressing about your body needs nutrients, period. Do not feel you're gonna get yourself in trouble if you consume too much protein, all right? If it, that, if it worries you that much, get up and be active. You don't need to go to the gym, you just need to be active. If you do not, and this is for everybody, this is going to be very ugly, hard to see, but if you're not getting your nutrients in, you know what's going to happen? See my smile? I'm not proud of it. But it's a visual representation of what happens if you stop, like, you don't like eating. A lot of people will comment, or I seen a post in that large, that bariatric pal group, just like a couple weeks ago, that said, am I the only one? that doesn't like eating anymore. And if you go into the comment feed, there were like 200 comments that I'm either, me, either, me, either, me, either. I was like that too. And guess what happened? Teeth fell out. My hair fell out a long time ago. You're gonna, yeah, you're going, I'm gonna tell you right now, you will lose weight, okay? You will lose weight and it has to do with the surgery. Okay, but so. it's the malnutrition, you go into malnutrition. We're gonna move through the comments that are in bariatric food point or recipe. Continue asking questions. We'll get to them at the end or we'll add one we'll ask them when we, um, when we end the podcast. All right, let's go. Because we're running out of time. Uh, hold on, I got it. Uh, Stephanie says, enough protein and family stress. Again, you need to continue working with your protein. Um, not really getting into your problems as far as your family stress is concerned. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You just got to try and maintain that, and like maintain certain methods to help relieve stress. Um, there's a lot of things you can do to relieve stress. Honestly, do you know how the best part, how I can relieve stress? So when I get to the point where I'm having an anxiety attack or I'm losing it, you know, because I'm a business owner, I'm a father of, you know, two autistic children, I'm married to an Aries. What I will do, and this is like, you should talk to somebody about your problems. I do. I open the video. You guys see me in, in our bariatrica's uh, page stores or you see me in food porn just talking about it, not irrelevant stuff but stuff that somebody will find useful that's me treating my stress or my anxiety and it works well you don't have to get on video you can open up your phone and this is why I encourage everybody to get start a podcast if you have one listener you can still start a podcast you no idea what will happen two years down the road your podcast might have thousands and thousands of uh, downloads or whatever. So you just got to take that into consideration. Um, we, if you want to send me a message, we can talk about your better ways to deal with stress. But uh, let's see. Wait, wait. Uh, let's see. I miss eating. That's, you can still eat. That's one thing that people really is a grand misconception of bariatrics is you can't eat right now you are portion control you're down in portion if you guys knew the amount of food that i put in my body and still i'm able to maintain my weight and slowly go back down it'd blow your mind you can eat more you just got to be eating the right foods and we'll help you with that all right um, I feel like an empty pit. Uh, yeah, I had to, I actually went and expanded on this one. Okay. Uh, like I'm always snacking. I hate it. Stop stressing about it. Snack on the right foods. Um, I know Dr. Vaughn came out saying, oh, there's no snacking anymore. Yeah, well, this is reality. 
Our reality is this, and that we are going to snack. You just know, you got to know what to snack on. Zero carb food. Protein. Protein. Yeah. <laughs> jerky. Beef jerky. If you're a vegan, there are foods out there that you can eat. Can you see that question? Uh, not the full thing. I'll have to. Let's see. I have no joy in eating. Nothing sounds good, or I can't. Connie says, I have no joy in eating. Nothing sounds good, or I can't eat enough to, f to satisfy my brain. Of course, that's a mental issue. That is um, a head hunger issue. Um, I can only eat a couple bites of whatever protein I try to eat. Sad to say, it does not seem to help my weight loss for the last three months. I uh, played with six pounds, lose gain. Uh, Connie, please, when you get this, because I'm going to be posting a link to the podcast um, on, under your comment to assure, uh, okay, she can sleep 919. Mm -hmm. So you're still within that two-year mark. So you're going up and down because? Hormones. Um, also, water. I'll tell you right now, I've seen weight drop off of uh, patients I've worked with. They have went from one day having uh, gaining gaining six pounds to then losing those six pounds, and um, and it depends on one when you're weighing yourself and two. A little bit TMI here. After you go to the bathroom in the morning, weigh yourself after that. Yeah, and also, uh, Connie, um, my dear, eating and emotions. That needs to negate, you need to get that out of your brain. If you're eating for joy, you're eating for the wrong reason. Food is meant to sustain life, to help your body keep alive, help your cells keep alive. Um, again, Sharice, you do an incredible job in cooking. It tastes really awesome, but sometimes we have to go away that taste to make sure I'm getting the right amount of nutrients and right the right or it's in my body, so one of the more bland things Derek tends to eat is a it's basically um we've mixed we've done it with chicken and we've done it with um steak as well uh when he can stomach steak so basically what it is is we mix it with um low carb greek dressing a uh, greek not greek dressing greek yogurt sorry uh yeah Okay, so the unfortunate thing is, is with Greek yogurt, it's yes, it's higher in protein. This one's lower in carbs, so it does have a lot of lot more fats. Somebody's trying to get into the feed. Okay, so if you guys are wanting to get in the feed, um, so we have no problem with bringing people into the feed. Yet, please arrange it before the podcast. Mm -hmm. and we know we're um, we just need to, it needs to be planned. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, is some if you've ever had plain Greek yogurt, you'll know it tastes kind of like sour cream, mm -hmm. a little more. Penny, guess it's the word, a way to put it. So, yeah, that's one of his more bland. All right, Christina says, uh, first I want to say I'm very thankful for my tool. Uh, if it hadn't been for it, still weighing to at, still weighing at 245, but after five month mark, I feel like this whole thing has become a huge mindfuck. Um, no matter how many calories I log on the rower, so no matter how many calories you log in your exercise, I'm going to get on this, and this is a very important nugget you guys need to hear. Um, measuring your food, getting water in, I can only lose one pound every two weeks. I'm lucky, and the doctor and nutritionist says I'm not eating enough and not working out enough. 
If your doctor is telling you you're not working out enough, find a new doctor. Um, let's see. Oh, you're losing inches. Your body is adjusting. Give it time. I follow the rules. All right, Christina, my dear. First of all, that um, quote is right. Talk about real quick about your um, eating. Why they when they're not eating enough? How come oh. it's not working? So when we're not getting enough nutrients into our body, uh, this is why I don't agree with some doctors who say you have to stick to a 900 calorie diet the rest of your life. Your body needs around 12, at least 1200 calories to be able to sustain most people's resting metabolic rate, which is the amount of calories you burn while resting. Uh, that's how much you burn, like, like, like we're doing now, sitting here. Yeah. You burn so much per day. Most people's are uh, way over that, uh, hmm. 16, 1800. Yeah, his is 1800. Uh, so what happens is if you go way below that with like 900 calories, so <sighs> hypothetically your resting metabolic rate is 1800, you should be about 250 to 300 calories below that. Well, if you're in a 900 calorie diet, you're half that. So what's going to happen is, is your body's going to think you're not getting the nutrients in. So instead of um, burning off the fat, uh, building muscle or something, uh, building muscle, retaining muscle, it's instead of you losing weight, you're going to retain fat. One thing I want to talk about real quick, if you followed our stories, our page stories, um, I've talked about this many times. So no matter how many calories you log on your exercise equipment. So the expenditure of calories that you see the readout mm. on your uh, exercise equipment has nothing to do with how many calories. Okay, it's like this. Dr. Mong said this, but he didn't explain it. That's why I'm so critical of that man because he didn't explain this. So when you are, say, uh, elliptical for example, I get it on elliptical, I get on it for 30 minutes, 500 calories burned. Okay, that's pretty great. That's good for that much time on the elliptical. However, that doesn't mean I. That doesn't mean that it's burning off 500 calories out of my body that I consume for that day. So that doesn't give me okay. Well, 500 calories. How much? What is a good 500 calorie meal? Combo meal. Yeah. A, a child's combo meal at McDonald's. So mm -hmm. I earned that, right? No. So, and the way it's set up is. If it's not actively measuring. When you get on your machine, okay, how you burn fat is heavily regulated on your heart rate, okay? If you want to burn fat, you need to have a heart rate in between 94, what, 94 beats per minute? And 120. Yeah. Between 120 and 124 just for, you know, fail safe. Um, however long it takes you to get your heart rate up to that depends on how many calories you're actually burning those aren't calories that are going into your body those are fat calories so with that being said i get on an elliptical for 30 minutes for 30 minutes i do this exercise depending on how much time it took me to get my heart rate up between 94 and 124 beats per minute is how many calories fat calories I'm burning. That doesn't always happen. You know, when you do that, okay, well, I get it. I'm at 96, 98, 100. That's awesome. Well, uh, I'm getting tired. Charisse calls me. 
um, something funny comes on TV. So my I automatically slow down my rate because it's just what we do. Going like that is difficult for a lot of people, especially as you get older. Um, so don't there, go ahead. There's no a, not a real accurate way unless you're hooked up one of those high tech devices you see at um, the Dexa Body Scan place has a one of those systems where you're put on a treadmill and they test all your fat burning everything that's like the most accurate you're going to get you're never going to get anything 100 percent sometimes if you have fitbit apple watch anything with a fitness app that tracks your calories sometime compare the two compare and i actually have a post i've done this on before uh where i compared what the machine said i can't remember which machine i was on i think it was on the cross trainer which is a type of elliptical compared to my uh apple watch there is a big calorie difference. You'll see the different big calorie difference because it's like what, 100? Yeah, and as far as your your surgeon, your doctor, your nutritionist to tell you you're not working out enough, no. You know what? Them saying something like that, that no, no, don't. It's like giving a mechanic, asking a mechanic to bake a cake. Sure, he can bake you a cake, but it's not gonna be as good unless you get it from a baker. So, that, uh, that he may mean you're not active enough, which is important, you have to be active. Mm -hmm. Let's see, uh, old habits, Trace said old habits are coming in hard this week, snacking, 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 I even think, no you aren't hungry, but then I find myself still picking it up and eating it and uh, feeling, <laughs> sorry, my dog's whining outside the door, I'm feeling guilty afterwards, uh, I'm 60 months out, um, so you're still relatively new. You're still on that. Yeah, you're still on that that honeymoon stage. Um, so you just you got to. All right, yeah. So just snacking. That the, the snacking is the Achilles' heel mm -hmm. of the bariatric patient. I think your number one issue right here, Tracy, is you need to try and manage stress better. When I say manage your stress better, very important that you stop worrying about what you're eating or going back to your old habits. Eventually, if I, my dog, if I was, if I was to go back over the course of the last seven years and just, you know, talk about or write or do videos about all the mistakes I made, my biggest mistake would be stressing about old habits because no matter what those old habits are going to sit there they're never going to leave your habits your ability to fail will never leave you always have that you people a lot of people say oh you know failure is not an option failure has to be an option if failure is not an option for you then it causes stress you stress about and stress is a killer plain and simple my best advice I can get for anybody, I don't care what it is, you're trying to lose weight, build muscle, become more functional, is stop stressing. Or at least find a way to treat it, especially in this day and age. Let's see, let's see. Okay. My dog really wants in here. Let's see. Losing my job and trying to not stress the attrition, I am so sorry that you have to deal with that. Um, I think I've been pretty successful 
That's great, Trisha. Having a positive mindset when we're in circumstances that we are now is pretty important. Praying that my leak stills up. Yeah, I was talking to her about that. Yeah, we're not even going to touch that. Let's see. Six months. So, uh, Vanessa, um, really quick, she asked, after losing 60 pounds, I've stalled, I'm scared, I'm done losing. Talk about that, please. So, what's going on is you are in one of these stalls that are in the first 18, 18 to 24 months. These stalls are normal. One, don't stress over them. They happen because it's your body's way of adjusting to your weight loss. So the fact that you have, you are, how many months did she, six months six out months and out. you, this is the first time you stalled is good. Most people stall within the first month. Um, so basically what's happening is your body's losing the fat off your body. So your body has to adjust to that. In our fat is hormones. When these hormones get thrown out of whack with the weight loss, it's gonna cause us to stall so they can readjust. Once that readjusting, just keep to your plan, keep doing what you're, keep your plan like your doctor told you, get your water intake, your protein intake in, and don't stress. Big no-no, that will cause the stall to stay longer. Right. Uh, just keep that plan and we'll start coming back off. Okay, I got a little knowledge nuke for you. Not knowledge nuke, a great experience nuke. Bomb. Um, so, Amara says, I'm sorry if I slaughtered your name, uh, I want to eat at night. So, very unorthodox technique that I use when I am um, having cravings at night. So, what do I call I'm trying not to bariatric burp. Kava? No. Oh. What happens when Derek wakes up in the middle of the night? He zombie eats. Zombie. Like, I don't even know what's going on. Next thing you know, I'm in the kitchen. It was my hand in a bag of shredded cheese. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so what happens when I do that to prevent that is I don't have it now, but I'll have a bottle of water sitting here on my nightstand. What I do, as painful as it is or as much as it causes me to bloat, is I'll drink the water. I'll just drink it. There won't be no sipping. There's I chug I it. So when I go out to the kitchen, whether I'm zombie eating or not, and I try to eat, I can't because there's no room. Voila. Great. Boom. Mm -hmm. Unorthodox. Unprofessional. Unethical. But it works. <laughs> not so much unethical. It just, that's, but it's like that for anybody. Water takes up more space in your stomach, so that is why you can't fit. That's also for the reason of the rule of not eating yeah. or drinking before you eat. So, Nora asks, when you're hungry but can only eat a few bites and want more, still craving carbs, they make you feel like crap when you eat them. Depends on what type of carbs you're Yeah, eating. you shouldn't. Still losing weight after reaching our goal. To stop weight loss, you have to be at a maintenance at a maintenance calories, which means if you're still at your nutritionist eight to 900 calories, that's why. You're going to continue to lose weight because you're still in a calorie deficit. You need to adjust your nutritionist. Uh, if you do not have a nutritionist, I would get your with your nutritionist. If you do, if you don't, send me a message and we can look at it and see what's going on. Yeah, definitely. We, we don't have no problem like answering questions and stuff. Sharice is a certified bariatric nutritionist. She's been in this community for going on four years and we've helped hundreds of people. All right, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. The only the only change is is when it becomes a personalized type of matter where we have to, you know, uh, do an assessment or 
on you know even one-on-one coaching so that's where you go to patreon which we haven't talked about yet no you didn't we just started a project called uh, it's the patreon yeah it has three separate tiers subscriptions start at five dollars patreon.com forward slash bariatrica underscore llc we'll put the link in uh in this video when we post it um oh yeah put the link in the comments um i'll put put the link in right now please share this share this in your bariatric groups um i'm not in the groups so we get back to the questions please yes yep there it is sorry i was making sure because sometimes it takes a minute to load and you drop the bariatric pass huh oh yes this is a link to not only my blog which is a nutritionist has nutrition have, okay. has help motivation motivation it also has our online store and it also actually now has more information about the patreon as well yeah sometimes we collaborate and write blogs together so fitness nutrition stuff oh, okay. like that all right. Okay. Yeah, I gotta put on his arm. We gotta hurry. Royal Rumble starts soon. <laughs> uh, carb cravings, um, one hundred percent natural. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're gonna crave carbs. So carbohydrates are fuel. They're fuel for your body. They are fuel for your muscles. They are fuel for your everything. That when, depends on the type of carbs you're craving too. If you're craving sugar carbs, that's a sugar craving. Yeah. Which, so by the way, we're getting ready to le release that new plan. The new detox, the sugar detox, three-day three-day sugar detox. So, will you please talk about the function of carbohydrates? Yes, carbohydrates are uh, become what's called glycogen. I almost forgot the name. I almost called it glucagon, which is Gone. actually my Boom. my my save for my diabetes. Uh, anyways, back to what I was gonna say. <clears throat> what he just grabbed. Glucagon. <laughs> Saves uh, Teresa's <laughs> ass if she goes into a coma because she's stuck on that bed. Go ahead. Uh, anyways, <laughs> glycogen <laughs> is your muscle, yeah. energy for your muscle. Muscle. What it does is the carbohydrates transform into this glycogen, which fuels your muscles. Throughout the day, if you don't, if you are even just working, doing stuff around the house, you are still burning your glycogen out of your system. So what happens is, is as you burn that, your body's going to start craving carbohydrates because it wants to replenish that so carb, carb cravings as i said are basically normal with the exception of if it's sugar carbs and i'm talking when i go sh talk sugar carbs i'm talking processed carbs um like your donuts stuff like that um that's completely different and that's a sugar that's actually a sugar craving yes Okay, um, we're gonna keep moving through because we gotta hurry. Um, trying to weigh a from sugar. So a few people commented under her saying that they have that problem as well. We're gonna be dropping the uh, sugar detox. Um, it's in pre-order on yeah. uh, Bariatric Badass yeah. website right now. Tiffany talks about stress eating. Um, really, you need to address the stresses, period. We're in a, we're in a pandemic right now. There's a lot of stress happening. You just gotta do the best you can. You really, really gotta do that. You know, it's like my stress in March, April, May, June, my highest stress ever in my life. 
It packed on 30 pounds of regain, but I eventually was able to get control of it and get my get my life and my stress under control. So it did take time and take a lot of work, but head hunger and getting my water in instead of coffee. Uh, coffee. Sure. Well, let me finish. Uh, I transferred my food addiction to coffee. Okay. Coffee, it depends on how much coffee you're drinking. If you are drinking a pot of coffee a day, yeah, that's going to, that's going to, the caffeine and it's going to dehydrate you. Also, this also depends on how far out you are. They recommend no caffeine within the first month because it can cause issues, and it's not the caffeine that's in the coffee that can cause issues. It, it has to do with the coffee itself. It can cause um, ulcers and just irritation in your stomach. This is for any type of caffeine at a month out that it will cause any type, it will cause, can cause dehydration if you have too much. Now, if you're drinking like a cup or two in the morning and maybe like a couple two, cup or two like later in the afternoon, that is one thing. It still actually does count towards your water intake. No, some people are going to say, I've, I've had doctors say, no, it doesn't. It does actually because it's still water because you're not drinking an excess amount. But it is, if, as long as you're after a month out, you can slowly introduce it back in and it's generally not a problem unless it irritates your stomach. Then you run into the ulcer problem. This is why you don't drink coffee. Yeah. Uh, see, Candy says for me, there's two things. You're in a little stall, stall's normal. Um, like Sheree said, it, it was it an eight, for 18 in that uh, 18 to 24 month period after surgery. If you're going to have at least three. I'm over three years out. Tracy Shaw Christensen. I'm almost three years out and just want to all the time or eat, eat. all the time. I struggle with, I struggle to keep thinner. Um, but seriously, I feel more addicted to food than before, so I upped my exercise and making kale chips. Yuck. But healthy, again, don't eat for taste, huh. uh, to have around the snack on. So, what? Okay. When you upped your, I'm not telling you to reduce your exercise when I say this, but when you upped your exercise, why is what I was talking about before with why our body craves carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. It has to do with the glycogen. It is going to make you hungry. Mm -hmm. um, one, you've lost 200 pounds already. That's a And you're three years out. And yeah. you've been able to keep that off. It comes down to, depends on when, where are you hungry, when are you hungry? Especially if, if it's like later in at, at night a lot of times that is because you haven't replenished the glycogen. You need to make sure you're getting some some healthy carbohydrates post-workout. Helps replenish that glycogen. I think something I need to trigger you on is... Um, post uh, no, blog. Oh. Let me finish. Uh, addiction. Food addiction. I don't yeah. believe there's a food addiction per se as more it is a macronutrient addiction. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, because it seems to be certain nutrients people are... Uh, or, you know, certain circumstances mm -hmm. where, like, a uh, great example was pandemic started February, March, March 17th, 2020, Utah was hit with an earthquake. 
a six point earthquake. I've never, yeah, I've never been in an earthquake before. 5.7. I've never been in an earthquake before. 6.7 would destroy this house. Was it 5.7? Oh, yeah. 6.7 <laughs> would have destroyed this house. Um, yeah, we're so, still getting aftershocks. Yeah, I've, I've never been in an earthquake before, uh, along with the pandemic. Uh, my, my stress levels in the pandemic were a little bit elevated because Sharice is a type 1 diabetic. I also have my son who's epileptic. So that's how I packed on the weight. Um, Circumstantial situations is different than actually craving or being addicted to a macronutrient. This really depends. Keep moving. Let's see. Perry Featherstone says I'm six weeks post-op. Transitioned back to work two days ago. Eating schedule and fluid intake. Let's see. Fluid intake is easily solved by hopefully you can do this. Keeping water with you. Um, just having it with you, sip, 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 and then just keeping in mind the rules of not drinking what exactly, I can't remember. It's been so long since. Uh, but just keeping in mind those rules of not eat, drinking so far before and after. But keep water with you, sip. As for the eating schedule, meal prep. Definitely. That helps. So, I'm having a problem getting protein. No protein in. And watering, having a problem getting protein and watering, just gotta keep trying, okay? Early stages of your surgery, you just gotta keep trying. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, taking prednisone for my disease, I have moon face and weight gain rapidly. Uh, you need to see a doctor, okay? Moon face is swelling of the face. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's water, it's, yeah, it's it's water, water retention in the face. Water retention, it don't stay away. It don't stay around very long. A lot of people get confused with, uh, so I'm 223 pounds. I go to the gym, absolutely crush my workout. Next morning, I'm two pounds extra. Why I'm two pounds extra is because my body retains water when there's some type of like micro injury or any injury at all. So like when uh, the females go through, um, I don't want to screw up pronouns. So when you go through menstruation, your body retains water because you're, it's your body's um, way of reacting. That's why we blow. Yeah, so I'm, like when you get sick, when you get sick, when you get an injury, when you go to the gym, you're not exactly getting injured, but you're creating micro tears throughout your body on your muscles, which is normal. Um, and it's that you're going to retain water and gain extra weight, but that water retention doesn't last very long. And like, certain medications do cause, besides prednisone, um, uh, birth control mm -hmm. will also cause that. Okay, let's see. Don. A week short of a year, and I still don't see the weight loss. I have lost over 100 pounds, and I still find myself feeling like a fat girl. Um, I cannot see my dog. Uh, let's see, I cannot see everyone else does. I hate it. I wish I could be proud of myself. Darling, oh, this crushes me. I see myself as a healthy woman. Visualization is extremely important. Do not stop seeing yourself as a healthy woman. But I'm just curious as to... Um, Don, I wish you were in the feed right now so we could like engage. Um, you said in the first part of your comment, you said, I still feel like a fat girl, but you still see yourself no, she as. She says she wishes she could see herself as a healthy woman. Oh, you read okay, it. Of course. So, 
visualization is everything. It literally is everything. Ah, it's like I messed that up. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, you know what? When I started my journey, that's 405 pounds. I am very critical of myself, and that'll never change. That'll always be with me, seeing that 405 pound behemoth. But uh, you know, again, you also there's also the issue, and this is this is not something I'm I can actually hit on. But you want to talk. Talk to your doctor, see if they can have you talk to just like a therapist. Yeah. Um, you have what's called body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia is basically when you see your body one way, but it's actually another. Um, a friend of mine actually has this. Um, she used to also be very heavy, and she's still going through it. She still, still has it. And she started seeing a therapist, and it has helped her, because what it does, what seeing a therapist does, is sometimes they can see things see aspects that you're not seeing looking yeah. at yourself even sometimes just talk coming to talk to somebody that will help so we're going to spend a little bit more time on this comment because i believe it's important and a lot of people can find value in it uh really quick she hold on you had said um let's see so, and I know it's kind of hard, but don't compare yourself to other people. When you compare yourself to everybody else, so my biological self, how I lose weight, how I gain muscle is different. And it's just, it, it comes with how your genes and your DNA is built. So you can't compare yourself to say somebody who, I lost what, 230 pounds in two years. No. I lost 230 pounds in 19 or 20 months. I have to go look back to my Facebook, but I lost weight fast. And I think, in my, and this is my opinion, but I believe that uh, bariatric patients or just people in general who lose weight fast really is, they don't, they're not given the opportunity to really feel themselves emotionally physically into a you know a less a person like weighs less so somebody who loses slow i think that's important that that's okay because it gives your brain so when i'm like lose 230 pounds which is insane in 18 months my brain wasn't given the opportunity to adjust to the just the the nuisance of ah! What I've wanted my entire life was to lose all this weight. Blah, 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 blah. So since you're losing slow, you need to look at it as a gift. And that you're given the opportunity to help your brain transition from whatever weight you started at to whatever weight you're going to. And um, in the mental and about how surgery is mental and physical, my dear, we've been talking about it for years. You just need to follow our content. Um, if you want help with this, you need to make sure you turn on notifications for our page and subscribe to our podcast. We talk about it a lot. Um, our podcast videos, with the exception of the weekend ones, are usually 15 to 20 minutes. Awesome, awesome um, content. But I will drop the link to the podcast in this uh, and to make sure you get the message that I'm trying to purvey to you. Is that the word? Uh, Eric shouldn't be using big words. <laughs> <laughs> Got exposed to COVID, so I'm in quarantine. Start off. Sh- 
start off uh, shoving everything in sight down my gullet. Um, then I decided, no, 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 that's awesome, Valerie. Do this. You have come so far and hit the ground. Two days ago, she's on, so she's going to be on day <laughs> three. Yeah, day three. I really hope you're okay. Be, yeah, because the uh, mental reset, depending on if you have some, uh, how your how the COVID is. I know you've been exposed, but what we don't know is if are you showing like symptoms or anything? Because that that can change a lot of things if you start showing. Symptoms. If you guys get exposed to COVID, deal with healing. Stop stressing about eating. Uh, for example, if I get exposed to COVID. I'm telling you exactly. So right now, my nutrition is on key. I'm doing awesome with my nutrition. Not so much the exercise because I'm working a lot. But if I get exposed to COVID and I actually get COVID, I go into survival mode. Mm. And basically what I mean by that is good to eat. If I can eat during why I'm, you know, got this virus, then I'm going to. Because your body needs the nutrients to survive. You need the fluid to survive. I, I don't, I really haven't personally dealt with anybody who has it. So I'm not exactly sure how eating and drinking habits are, but don't stress about other than taking care of yourself. That's just our opinion. Um, but you should, very important to talk to your doctor on that one. So you want to take sugar, again, yeah. sugar detox. COVID-19 has me stalled and I'm developed an antibody deficiency. Um, I don't, we I, can't, we, I, yeah, that's we can't touch on that. We're not medical experts. Um, uh, my ties. I'm not letting you in here, Nosferatu. Let's see. I am on the other end of concern about losing any more weight. Uh, you already talked about that. Talk about it again, please. What? If they continue to lose. Oh, if you continue to lose, it's because you're still on a calorie deficit. Yeah. Um, start. A quick way of fixing it is start increasing your calories. Uh, you can increase it by increase it by two, 100 to 200, 250 calories. Uh, reason I say do it slowly is so you don't overdo it and accidentally start gaining afterwards. You can figure out, but it's a good. You need to be tracking your food to see how much calories you are eating right now. Uh, Dana says, my, she's concerned about carbohydrates. My friends, carbohydrates are not evil. Um, I'm not hungry, but no, the Ritz crackers are in the cabinet. So it's an old habit of snacking while watching TV. Stop watching TV. It's that easy. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that's not like realistic, but it is. Um, Keep your mind occupied in other ways. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, uh, Christine came back to throw them away. Easier said than done, you know, realistically, we keep, we got popcorn out there for our kids, um, crackers for our kids, so it's, just got to keep trying, let's see, getting enough protein in and drinking enough water, we already talked about this, you got to keep trying, when you're, when you're, when you're struggling to get protein and water in, it's just a continuing effort that you need Work, and then the person under, as I said, that they're 36 days out. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be difficult, especially being that brand new. Uh, just keep working towards it. You, that's all you can do is keep working towards it. Have your meal prep ready. Have uh, a protein snack between your meals ready. 
and then again keep the water with you while keeping in mind those uh, the rules of how far before and afterwards not to eat and drink together. Uh, Trista's just having a hard time recognizing your progress. So, uh, you know, it's realistic, you know, but one thing, the best way, in my opinion, to see progress when you can't physically, visually see it is put your physical self to the test, right? Which means I got up and I walked a mile, okay? Well, to test myself a week later, I'm going to try to go another mile. And past that, I'm going to try to go a mile and a half. So when you're making that progress, it's like doing pull-ups. Mm -hmm. First time I ever do a pull-up after I had my surgery, blew my mind. That to me was progress. Now, my, that, you might not be able to, like, you know, agree with me on that. But put yourself to the test. That's why we preach gym and fitness and exercise so much. It's because you're putting yourself to the test. You are giving a hat tip to what you couldn't do before you had surgery, and it's really important to do that. Uh, I'm trying to continue to eat healthy and keep weight on now. Uh, it's four pounds under our goal weight at eight months out and just want to maintain now. Again, you're still in a calorie deficit. You need to find out where you're at calorie-wise and then increase that some. Let's see, not knowing Don't. Oh. Not knowing when you're full. Uh, when it comes to that, when it comes to not knowing when you're full, you just need to take your portions that are. So if your surgeon and your nutritionist did not give you portion size about how much portions you should be eating or how many calories you should be eating, send her a DM or a comment below this and we can try to help you out. Let's see, mental aspects, I'm very insecure now. I have lost over 150. I'm thinking she met 150 pound pounds in a year, maybe. In about, yeah, it's just supposed to be pounds. 150 pounds in about a year, and have a ton of skin. Yeah, that's how it is. I mean, me too. I had somebody comment on my. So I, I when I go to the gym on the weekends, I'll get a good picture, mm -hmm. and I'll post it to the page, and I'll say, you know, look at your exercise day, crush it. And then somebody sent me a message, and they were like, you know, did you have skin removal surgery? You look great. I'm like, no, I just carry myself well. I don't think sin, skin, sin, <laughs> skin surgery will ever be an option for me because it's just really expensive. Um, you just, you gotta, it, it's easier said than done, but you just gotta recognize what you would be if you, the other end of not having surgery versus having loose skin. Um, Alright, getting up water and low blood pressure, you need to see a doctor. Um, getting too many carbs and complete physical exhaustion. Please, so yeah, on um, the low blood pressure, please go to a doctor. Definitely. I had that issue before. Okay. Complete physical exhaustion. Could be a few things. You need to see a doctor, but if it's if your doctor says there's nothing wrong with you, it could be a number of things. It could be what you're eating. A lot of the times, like guys in my work, they're in their 20s, always tired. Dude, I'm tired. I want to go out and work. Dude, I'm 46 years old. You're 20, and I can outwork you physically. Why? Well, I don't know. As they're, heathen, as they're shoveling in, freaking pasta. So depending on what you're eating, um, 
I mean, if you have it available, if you track your food, start tracking your food right now and then come back here and post in the comments and tag Sharice or I, and we can go over your food. See, and the last question, uh, let's see. Three years out and I have never used to have a problem with night snacking. Even when I was uh, 500 pounds, is that? Yeah, that's I right. I was nearly 500 pounds. I couldn't relate to folks who talked about midnight snacking. But now, every night uh, on the Q1145, I'm in the fridge at the table snacking. Sometimes it's healthier, like a piece of meat from dinner. So another struggle. Usually, my carb. Okay, go to the fridge. So I'm going to talk real quick about eating. Very important. This is a knowledge nuke. Golden nugget right here. So a lot of times people will say, what well, don't eat after seven. If you eat after seven, it's going to turn to fat. That is bro science bullshit. That is not true. Um, <clears throat> great example. Me, the uh, Moab, mother of all bariatric plants that we've been working on for the last six months or so. Um, you are okay to eat at night. Literally, okay? Your body metabolizes your food when you're at rest. When you're resting, that's when it starts doing it. If you eat carbs at night, the only problem with eating carbs really late is it's gonna keep you awake. That's the only problem with eating carbs really late. However, if you get home, uh, you work like a nine to five like I pretty much do, when you get home, that's when you consume your carbohydrates. And what that those carbohydrates are doing, Sharice just talked about glycogen. Mm -hmm. What those carbohydrates are doing is they're refueling those glycogen storages so your body can continue to operate. So eating meats, steaks, you know, that's good for meat like, snacks at night, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It okay. helps also helps with your muscle repair throughout yeah, exactly. the night because your body mostly repairs your muscle at night. Any questions? Uh, So uh, somebody asked if they should strive for the, uh, pardon the name if I accidentally slaughter. Uh, should you strive, her name's Lashandra. Uh, should you strive for the goal your doctor sets or your own personal goal? Okay, so sometimes when doctors set goals they're higher than what people actually want. Um, a lot of the patients I've worked with, their doctor had one goal but they actually wanted to hit lower because it made them feel better. Personally, go for your own. Go for what makes you feel comfortable. You need are the one that lives with your body. You need to feel comfortable in your body. So go go for what makes you feel comfortable. If the goal that your doctor has set for you, you is too high, then go. Just don't go for an unrealistic goal. Make sure it's realistic. Definitely. But again, that an unrealistic goal. There's nothing wrong when dreaming and shooting for the stars. It's important to have realistic goals, but you also need to have an impossible goal. Why? My personal goals, my professional goals are insane, crazy, unachievable. But the fact that I have those unattainable goals and my, my drive to reach those goals, I will never slow down. I will always continue to keep driving, to keep driving, to keep driving, to reach those goals. It's like if you have a goal, you have a smart goal, 
Mm -hmm. You achieve it, awesome. What happens when you achieve your goal? Stop. It's great to reach your goal, but with your smart goals and your, your realistic goals, got to keep that bariatric, badass, unachievable goal still in sight so you can continue climbing to reach that badass goal. This is the end of the podcast, end of the video. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, please share this again. If you watched this long, thank you very much. Um, want to talk about uh, the bento boxes real quick. So if you get in on our Patreon, we have two tiers. We have a $5 tier, a $15 tier, or three tiers, yeah. <laughs> $15 tier, $5 tier, and a $30 tier. Each tier, you get something good, okay? The $30 tier, we're up in your business every single day. Anytime you need us, we're there. That's the benefit of having the $30 tier. You also get uh, part of the um, accountability program, which we haven't put in it yet, no. um, which is me dropping text to you every single morning. Get up, get out of bed, go crush it. That's the beauty of the, of the $30 tier. You also, once a month, will get our meal prep dishes. We have several different types of meal prep dishes, um, along with the bento boxes, which are really super popular right now. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So, everything else you want to talk about? Nope. Okay, it's time to go watch the Royal Rumble. Big WWE wrestling fans in this house. So, I <laughs> love you guys very much. Um, if you, again, if you're watching the last part of this, you can catch this entire podcast. It's about 70 minutes long. Um, love you guys very much. Okay, podcast listeners, this is the end of the podcast. Please, please comment below. Subscribe up on Apple. Subscribe on podcast. We've yet to do the Spotify thing. I don't know about the Spotify. Uh, Spotify just takes... I just got to find a, a good app that will, uh, that will share. Or, or you may save it. Yeah. Um, it. Oh, it, that just has to transfer the... Um, <sighs> basically the wrong format yeah spotify spin but thank you guys very much hope you enjoy this 70 minute podcast time for the royal rumble peace